1: I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. No, no, no. It's not. Oh, man. I'm not ready for the top two at two. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll admit it. You want to know why? Here's why I'm not ready. Because I was just uh, having a little gab session here in the studio with uh, producer Gustavo. What were we talking about? Well, we were talking about our driver's license photos. And uh, a few years ago, when I had my photograph taken for my driver's license photo, it was during one of those like no shave November or whatever things. And I had grown a mustache. What I thought was a, a, a very tidy, attractive mustache. Well, it turns out that it was thin and embarrassing. That's what I was told by others. And then you know what I did? I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm going to shave this mustache off. I don't want this anymore. I'm embarrassed. It's, it's thin and embarrassing. And you know what she said? She said, you know, Lee, there's a trick. There's a trick you could, you could pull. She says, here, l- l- let me lend you my mascara. Yeah, sure, run that through your mustache. It'll look thick and full, and uh, you'll be able to show off uh, that push broom to all your friends, and you'll be uh, just uh, such a cool guy. Well, I did it. I did what she suggested, and I ran mascara through my mustache, and it did look full and beautiful. It was a wonderful mustache. And on that same day, complete with my mascara stash, I went to the DMV, had my photograph taken, and so it is that the photograph of yours truly, which (laughs) goes along with my driver's license, includes a mascara mustache. And I am not ashamed of that, though I should be. And that's why I am not right now prepared for the top two at two. Although uh, I've been able to pull up uh, the data, I've got it all here in front of me, and it is now. Now that that embarrassing story is behind us, Officially time for the top two at 2 o'clock, even though it's like 2.08, whatever. Top two at 2 o'clock, the top two stories that uh, I, I feel are, are appropriate to discuss with the family around the table as you talk about, uh, I don't know, maybe your family's finances or the events of the world or whatever it is that you chat about with your family. Uh, these two stories, I think, fit pretty nicely uh, in the conversations. The first one the first one deals directly with your family finances, and it has to do with a portion of this $1.9 trillion aid package, which is being debated in the United States Senate right now, negotiated, if you will, and specifically the portion having to do with direct payments. There's been a change, a change to the formula that will be used to calculate who is eligible to receive those $1,400 direct payments. Well, it turns out there have been a pair of uh, moderate Democrats who have not been happy with the way the numbers have shaken out. They have not been happy with the immensity of the pool of people, the pool of Americans, eligible to receive the $1,400 direct payments per individual. You see, right now, the the cutoff is uh, $100,000. If you make north of $100,000, excuse me, as an individual, you are ineligible. You are disqualified From receiving those fourteen hundred dollars, if you live in a household uh, and you make over two hundred thousand, you're disqualified. Well, these two lawmakers, Democratic senators, uh, one Senator Manchin, the other Senator Jean uh, Shaheen, they they don't like how big that number is. They want to bring it down, and so it is that that President Joe Biden almost called him Vice President. That President Joe Biden has agreed. Because ultimately he'll be the one signing this. Should it pass the Senate and should the House uh, approve any amended version the Senate sends back, President Biden has uh, has approved a reduction in that number from 100 to 80,000. Meaning that if you, as an individual, make more than 80,000 dollars, you are now disqualified from finding yourself on the receiving end of 1,400 stimulus dollars, 160,000 for a household. What do you, what do you think about that? We were throwing this idea back and forth in the newsroom this morning and uh, there were some that thought, you know, maybe even 80,000 is too high. Right? Now, this debate, the question of uh, what is the right income threshold, it does all presuppose that these payments are a good idea in the first place. You know. Uh, I you know I, I don't know everybody's finances. Um, uh, but you know, as we look at, as we look at the trend lines, as we look at, uh, places like Texas and Mississippi, and as we evaluate the optimism held by folks like our own governor, Spencer Cox, we are improving. Things are getting better. That light at the, at the end of that proverbial tunnel we've been staring down for so many months now is getting brighter and brighter and it's getting brighter faster and faster. Can we handle things on our own? Do we need this stimulus? I don't know. That's up to the senators to debate right now and ultimately the president as to whether or not uh, he signs it should it pass the Senate and enjoy uh, repeat approval by the House. That's uh, that's the first story. Uh, The second story is uh, going back, uh, what, 90 years to 1931 when. Is that right? Is the math right? Yeah. When the Star-Spangled Banner was first signed into law as the National Anthem. Yeah, it was only 1931 that we uh, viewed the National, or I'm sorry, the Star-Spangled Banner as the National Anthem. I want to, I just have a a few minutes here left. I want to play for you uh, my, oh shoot, do I have the time for it? Uh. Yeah, I do. I'll tell you what. Today is the, the anniversary of the uh, law being signed, creating the Star Spangled Banner as the national anthem, and uh, I want to play for you, this goes back to 1968, what is my favorite version of the Star Spangled Banner. It's performed by Jose Feliciano during Game 5 of the World Series between the Cardinals and the Tigers. The, the audio quality is not great, but you can hear it. You can hear uh, his tones, you can hear the notes, and you can hear his unique take on the melodies and harmonies of the Star-Spangled Banner. So here, uh, a unique version uh, performed by Jose Feliciano of Feliz Navidad fame, performing the Star-Spangled Banner.
2: Oh, see, can you see Why the dawn's early light was so bright We held at the twilight
1: Jose Feliciano, on the anniversary of the signing into law of the Star-Spangled Banner as our nation's national anthem, performed in 1968, uh, one of my uh, favorite renditions of that beautiful song. And let me just point out before we go to break that I stood the whole time that aired, because that's what you do when the national anthem plays. You get to your feet and stand. Quick break, and when we return, it's Dr. Marian Bishop, who has become a great friend of this show, an ER doctor, to discuss COVID one year later. That's ahead on Live Mic.